This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, a three times weekly show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. This is the flagship show and my name is Mikey Penty-Smith and on the weekend Ipswich laid down a smackdown on Bolton (laughs) and a defender by the name of Kane made his debut. I'm joined by two podcasting heavyweights who will be wrestling to have their say in this show. It's Benjamin Bloom and Rich Woodward. How are you gents? Good mate. Strong, Mikey. Very, very, very strong start. There was at least two gags. Two gags, Mikey, yeah? Or was there three? Uh, I missed the third. There was two. (laughs) Two puns. As long as you got got some of them, Rich. I normally get... um, I didn't ruin them either. ...get a bit of crap for talking about wrestling, but we literally have about eight questions about wrestling today. But I'm sure we're going to get to that, Mr. Penty-Smith. I'm sure we will. But before we get on to wrestling, Ben, how good was the <laughs> cricket today? Um, got no idea. No idea. I haven't watched any of it. It was my birthday on Friday. Been out for a birthday meal. Check the check the WhatsApp group. In fact, let's do a little bit for YouTube here of the nonsense I have to put up. This is the Blue Monday WhatsApp. 25 messages about cricket. No, but some of the listeners like it, Mike. So if you and Richard want to talk for... I don't know, six to eight seconds I'd, about cricket. I'd, I'd wager that our listeners prefer cricket to wrestling. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with that as well. I'd, for I'd, the benefit, I'd, I'd, probably not better against that, Rich. <laughs> I just did a, 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 um, an homage to Leach. And I, this is how little I care about cricket, except when it's interesting. He's, he was the guy who was the other side who scored the, the run, the one run to a draw. <laughs> I just uh, took my glasses off and cleaned them briefly because he did that for about... 50 times in during the match but yeah, it was great ben it was Stokes. brilliant wasn't it Surely. get some wickets Shane Warne he scores yeah. some touchdowns Ben yeah <laughs> Bradman yeah <laughs> saw him in Madden all the, Two Swords all, all the big names are there <laughs> all the best ones uh, did England win a cricket or something yes uh, uh, we won we won the third test at Headingley against all odds Ben it yeah. was um it was like being 5-0 down on aggregate in a tie. You get a man sent off 
and then with 20 minutes to go, you win 6-5. I think so, that's probably as close as I can And one of the key players is wearing glasses and polishing them. <laughs> <laughs> and VAR gets the wrong decision right But, but am I right spot. in saying this is the same sport that David bought a ticket for, showed up <laughs> for, it rained and he saw no sport, <laughs> and then they gave him his money back? This sport, yeah? Yeah, yeah that's the one. You can yeah. play for five yeah. days and draw at the end of it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, con- congratulations to um, Wazim Akram, Mark Ramprakash, and, and England. I'm just saying all the cricketers I know now, Mike. But um, Brilliant. Okay, well, I, I was going to say before we start the show properly, but we're already about five minutes in, aren't we? Was never I was going to say proper, was a happy birthday to you for Friday, Thanks. Ben. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, I was yeah. also going to say a huge congratulations to Amy, our very own Amy Downs, who gave birth to a, a baby boy during the week. And he's been named James. So both his first and surnames have a real current Ipswich flavour, which is brilliant. So massive congratulations to Amy. I'm sure that she'll be she'll be listening when when she's awake. Um, <laughs> Two in the morning or something, won't she? Yeah. <laughs> well done, Amy. S- sleep when you can, Amy, basically. Experts right here. We can, we can, any questions you've got? Literally zero children between the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> So in in the in the news since the midweek show, Paul Lambert revealed that our next away game at Rochdale is in doubt due to potential international call-ups. So we'll go straight in with a Twitter question. FPL Tractor wants to know, Rich, if you had the choice, would you call the game off if you from an Ipswich perspective, or would you try and play it as we've got a bit of a momentum? As someone who literally took receipt of their tickets for the Rochdale match. The morning this is going to be a self-serving answer, breaking. Mikey, yeah? yeah oh, this is the, my selfish answer I can give. It should absolutely go ahead. It also spoils my birthday weekend as well, because I've got plans to go to Rochdale, as you do on your birthday. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, I, I quite like the idea of a bit of momentum, but if we're going to lose... I'm, I'm more concerned about Downs. I think they mentioned Dobra and Georgia. It's, it's if Downs goes up to the end of 20s, I think that would be the biggest issue. But if he doesn't, if, he, if he's around, I'd go for it. We've got a big enough squad, bloody hell. Um, but it will be called off, won't we? We'll have a week it, off. It's, it's funny, isn't it? Because Downs would be a... If Ipswich were in the championship, Downs would be a dead cert to get in. But he's on the fo- in the form of his life, but he might be overlooked. That is true. That's the way it goes, isn't it? And he's playing great. And that would, yeah. and as I say, he would be the only player that I'd be worried about because Ilmazin, Dobra being in and out, Judge has been in and out. Um, Georgiou's only played a half. So we've got a bloody massive squad, Mike. A bit of rotation. Mm-hmm. Rochdale, strong of the three teams we're playing in this run of games, which... But start with Bolton and Wimbledon. Rochdale, we talked about this, didn't we? Was the yeah. toughest. We did admit that last week. Yeah, but we did forget that we got Shrewsbury before that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, professionalism is. We and keep that going. is, and that is what I want. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I, I, I wanted to keep going, but yeah, I suspect it it, the only the only issue I've got, guys, is the the build up later on in the season because you get into September and then you know at the start of each month you then have the um, EFL leasing whatever cup. Um, and I, I know he's going to not play many first-teamers in that. And then um, the FA Cup first round, yeah. I don't know whether that will be a reserve team. Um, you, know, you just look and you think, when are the chances to actually have a break? But then you say, what's the point having... A, you know, This goes back to Amy's sleep pattern, doesn't it? What's the point having a break in September if you're then not going to... You know, not gonna, it, it really, really is... Um, a, a hard job isn't it to balance all these games and he's constantly playing that narrative in the press conferences 60 games got to rotate 60 games so um it, mm. it could be good if it gives him the rest but it, where does he get that 60 games from 
Um, I think probably Pompey or Sunderland last season. Yeah. But obviously that. But they it, win games in the cup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quite. Yeah. We've got at least three in the leasing trophy that we can't do anything yeah. about, Mikey. Yeah, so that's, that's 50 plus one FA Cup game, minimum minimum 51 plus possibly okay. at least and some two playoff games. <laughs> <laughs> so on Friday, Ben, Will Keane made his first appearance in Ipswich shirt, Ipswich shirt since his return uh, in an under-23s game. He didn't score. But how do you expect him to be used this season? We've already touched on the leasing.com cup. I actually think that competition might prove quite valuable to us this year if we can stay in it because it's a good chance to try different formations yeah but we've got so many midfielders so how are they all going to get game time and get up to match speed for when we need them i think personally i think that's that's another that's another question really but i'm actually quite pleased we're in it but yeah how do you expect lambert to use will Keane? it's it's so difficult because we don't know the exact details of his fitness Obviously, nobody else's, no championship team has wanted to come for him. And then it's come through the uh, sort of championship deadline, which was on the 8th of August. And we've taken him. First of all, the deal's the right deal because it's a one-year deal with a one-year option. And I'm sure David will tell us about all the insurances that are in place if he does get if he does get injured to make sure that it doesn't cost Marcus Evans a pretty penny. Um, where he fits, um, well, I'm sure we'll get into structure and formation because that happens within 20 minutes of any podcast this season, doesn't it? But um, I think people get a bit confused because of his height. If you remember the first game he played against Rotherham, he played number 10 behind yeah. Quainer. Yeah, you're right. And he's, yeah. he's, quite, a clever, he's quite a clever player. Um, mm. The way I would want to see him used is either in a two and this is the good thing with Keane he can play with Sears he can play with Norwood he can play with Jackson it's never going to be that Matthew and Johnson they're too similar type Mm. situation you'd want him as a partner in a two if if it's a 4-3-3 you'd want him as the one in the middle but Norwood's the guy at the moment isn't he and if it's a 4-2-3-1 and uh, we saw I hate to mention them Norwich do this last year Steeperman yeah you put the creative players on on the side and you actually have an outball down the middle and I, I know I just said he's not a target man but he'll happily take it on the chest and and bring people in it's yeah, a good sign in being a target man in that position you're, you're less likely to be up against the center halves you're more likely oh, yeah. to be up against the holding, holding, midfielder. holding so, midfielder so, so he will he will win his headers in that position that's what Steeperman did I mean Steeperman took corners for Norwich so he's clearly not great in the air but he was very effective in that position for them but wasn't he sometimes it's not flicking the ball on it's it's trapping it and in theory yeah. you've got someone behind you and two people either side if you're facing up look it, none of it matters if he can't get on the pitch for more than 15 games which has been the entire story of his career um the up the upside seems to be huge it's a 26 year old kid schooled at man united it looked like he got going um i went with rich actually to the wigan game where we played 3-5-2 and he was having a lovely old time with brie and nolan is that right rich down the right hand yeah a little tree yeah it was definitely nolan yeah yeah down, down that the was right his last side. game wasn't it was that yeah, his last got, game he played yeah. an hour of that one and he scored i think three in a row so look mm. loads of options he can pair with all of the forwards he can play in several formations and when we talk about judge which we inevitably will we seem to be saying oh we can play in one formation with no partners and um keen can play in several formations with many partners but mikey you have to get him on the pitch yeah yeah you're right um it might not be a, an issue that we have to think about or worry about this when season, is sears back uh, probably year, not until it? yeah I mean they said December didn't they but 
because at the moment Norwood's clearly number one forward. Um, mm. Jackson's kind of played his way. I don't know more by luck than judgment because of situation in as the number two forward. Sears is out the way, so he can easily challenge for the number two um, position unless we um, we do see the fabled um, judge off Norwood mm. if that ever ever happens. Excellent. So rounding up the news, uh, late on Friday night we were linked with Aberdeen forward Scott Wright. Do you think there's anything in this, Rich? I'm not well, expecting you to know much about him. But. Given what we've just talked about, it just seems a crazy piece of business. It seems to me, so I think we were linked with him before last season, it seems to me that it's, this is one of those bits of business where he might be the new John McGinn and, or something yeah. like that, and therefore we want to speculate you know, Ryan to Fraser. accumulate later on. Because he's a number 10 who can play... I think he can, pl- um, he can play up front, but... I, He's not got a huge amount of goals in his career. I think he's got four goals and one of, um, I don't know how many, four in the Premier League, I think, one for Dundee last season. He's got two appearances in the Prem for Aberdeen this season, was dropped uh, Saturday, presumably, because of the interest, maybe. But he just feels like a, a luxury in terms of the, the players we've got now. Who's going to play number 10? Um, Keane could play that. We've just kind of discussed the option for that. Judge can play that. We're playing a 4-4-2. Elmazuni, Dobra, Dezel, Hughes. Yeah, all can play 10. So, so unless it's a signing that is made with kind of the future in mind, but he's never going to, he doesn't feel like he's going to play. So it feels like, he, like we're adding more people into, a, into an area of the pitch where we've got seemingly an abundance. Unless he's a secret striker who can score you know, 20 goals, but his career statistics to date suggest that's not the case. I, if we, if he was a pure out and out striker with a, with a record of banging in goals routinely, I'd be a little bit more happy about it, but I think he'll end up going to Sunderland anyway, because it's a little bit closer to home for him. Yeah. And we don't, we, we, yeah, I think we, a lonely striker for us, who's might be a good option behind Keane if Keane can't get fit. Yeah. I think, I think you're spot on there. And I, Half a million quid I, as well, Mikey. Half a million quid. Yeah. Do, do really, five hundred grand to spend on a player we might not play. Can I just say, just on Aberdeen though, they've been a really good link-up with uh, Norwich sent Madison there, Max Lowe went there from Derby, and then they took Shinny as well. Um, other than the Bundesliga too, Aberdeen seems to be a good place where uh, I think the there's some good work one, done there, and um, you know, Guinness. People, people come down. Good coach. Yeah, they play good yeah. football. They're in Europe. They're in Europe. So, um, you know, I, it just seems a weird one for me, but, you know, I'm not going to judge him until he puts on a blue shirt. Fair enough. So let's move on to Saturday's game, and it's a weird one. It's Bolton away at the Reebok Stadium. Now, this this isn't your normal away game, is it? With Bolton still in administration and having to field a team pretty much full of youngsters. Could you see it all going wrong before the game, Ben? Or were you Absolutely. confident that... Mike, I think this game sums up how one-eyed and short-sighted and fickle you can be as a football fan. So you go into it and it's like, ah, oh, this has got Ipswich messing up, written all over it. And you don't see the fact that a football club could go out of business. You're just like, oh, my team might not get three points yeah, this yeah. Saturday. And then um, I did... What um, about lovely me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was listening in on the coverage and I was like, 1-0, yes. 2-0, yes. 3 Oh, no, I feel bad now. Yeah. Four, no, yeah. I, I don't like mm. this anymore. This is... Yeah, yeah spoiler is, alert. We, but yeah. We, we've won now. This, this, this feels bad. Um, a bit like... A bit like a, a thing that, that, that men sometimes do where it's it's a lot of fun and then all of a sudden you just feel guilty um, 
straight after it's finished. But should we, should yeah, we move on? Yeah. Like, You've broken they, his nose. Why are you still punching yeah. him in the face? <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's have a look at the Ipswich lineup at least. And it was the immensely popular Holly in goal. Came Vincent Young making his debut at right back. Chambers came back in at centre-back and was partnered by Wilson, which is maybe a little bit of a surprise. We'll get onto that in a moment. Um, Kenlock kept his place at left-back. Judge got his first start, but it was back out on the left of a four uh, with Guyan Edwards on the right. Scounds in the <laughs> centre of midfield. Apparently gonna, people gonna turn off if I say Scuggles, so I won't say Scuggles. Scounds. Say Scounds instead of Scuggles, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously Jackson and Norwood started up top after the they linked up well the other night. Um, Lawson. Yeah. Jackwood. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm not going to run through the Bolton team because it's it's just a bit of a farce, isn't it? Can I run Let's through their about, age, Can I run through Remy their Matthews. ages quickly? Yeah, Thanks yeah. Remy Look, I mean, this is Mikey. This is how ridiculous this is. It's, yeah, and Rich has mentioned Remy Matthews. Yeah, fine. Twenty-five. Jason Lowe, fine. Twenty-seven. Luke Murphy, twenty-nine. James Weir, twenty-four. Brock Bank, twenty. Zuma, twenty-one. White, seventeen. Graham, seventeen. Darcy, eighteen. King Harmers, 17. Sterling, 17. One, two, three, four. Not only four teenagers, it's about six teenagers. Four 17-year-olds. This is yeah. this is it's ludicrous, bad. Mikey. Yeah. What were you doing when you were 17, Rich? Well, I don't know. Well, you know that thing it? I mentioned earlier? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's gone way over my head How as well. I got back onto this Sorry, from last week. Posh. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant um no we just no. get into the game let's get into the game well, can I, mikey can i just sorry can i just come in on um some of the i just had a look back kenlock has started 23 out of the last 27 league games this really is sink or swim until january for him and i know rich has probably got some views and you've probably got some views on kenlock but um he certainly i didn't think it was that run if you go back to the millwall game um i think it's january the first or second um i you mentioned wilson mikey i thought that made all the sense in the world um you you're going against a, a front four with a combined age of about 40 <laughs> um just you know rotate and and get him in there um so I, I thought that made a lot of sense what did you guys make of lambert's comments on um well the formation is set and players will play where where they were told was that a direct judge left midfield reference uh, yeah, I think we can safely say because pretty much everyone else is playing in their preferred positions, aren't they? Um, and yeah, judges are just going to have to suck it up and find a way of making it work. And if that means that he gets on the ball slightly less, then so be it. Because Kenlock's not going to enjoy playing behind Judge again if he if he plays like he has been. That's just, that's my thoughts on it. What about you, Rich? I mean, you can get away with it yesterday, can't you? You can. I, I assume that was partly why Judge played yesterday because he can drift around. It's a it's an experienced rookie team, that Bennett said. So if he decides to disappear off and drift into the central, go over to the left, we're unlikely we're likely to have the ball, and therefore that floating around is probably going to be quite useful. But against a Shrewsbury and a Rochdale, he can't afford to do that. Um, and yeah, it appears in terms of the formation, it appears the four four two is it now after Wednesday night, um, Tuesday night. Um, that was pretty much locked in now, isn't it? And Jackson and Norwood, that seems to be starting to gel as well. More on that in a sec. Um, so it will be four four two, and it will be 
against better teams. You can't piss about, Judge. You have to... And I think it was. I don't think he was valid at all. He's the only player that doesn't really have the discipline. Edwards was quite disciplined at Peterborough. Um, I don't know less about his game yesterday, but I think he's he's figured out, although he's not the strongest. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's... If you're if we're going to do the 4-4-2, it's, it's, you're going to have to stick with your fullback. And, and I think Judge is... Yeah, Judge is going to get into the team at some point, isn't he? Probably next week. That might be a run for him now. So, yeah, you're going to stay there. Do the hard work as well. Mikey, when he got in Judge last year, do you remember? He went from, oh, he's not played for two years. And he played like 10, 90 minutes in a row, didn't he? Yeah. He just yeah, played every minute. So, yeah. Um, Richard's probably right that this might, you know, he might just be in every week now, which um, mm. be interesting to see what that does with Rowan, Garbutt and such like. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as as expected, Ipswich start the game sort sort of on top. Um, Vincent Young seems to be getting forward really well, um, putting a peach of a cross that neither of our strikers could get, could get onto. But that seemed like an. I know it's against a weak opposition, but it's it's nice to see our right back getting forward and getting a decent cross in. And on 18 minutes, we were given a second penalty in the space of a week. Ben, can you explain this decision and talk us through the penalty? <laughs> Get the um, VAR out, Ben. Be- before we do this, none of the three of us are going to take any delight in these poor Bolton players. But these goals are just amongst... The- Mikey sent me the list of what to look at. And I'm not going to take any delight, like I say. This is just atrocious, like, Vanarama stuff. It is... It- I don't know if your ones are any better, Rich, but the three out of the five, I've looked at just so judge puts a right-footed corner and he hangs it up um the the tweet you sent in the week rich about norwood's late run he tries to do the same late run he heads it back in graham who's probably not left-footed swings his left foot completely misses like a kind of karate kick type thing skews flips it up in the air it falls to edwards who tries to control it and Brockbank, who isn't 17 is just too close to him it hits his left it's just awful and I'm I, I look we, we did this a lot talking about goals against Ipswich um last um last season didn't we where we just get very fed up and just describe complete ineptitude and I feel so sorry for the Bolton fans they're a great club we had amazing games with them you know the best game I've ever seen was was against Bolton um yeah, same but it's just embarrassing and this is goal number one of of five just the, the, the poor guy, they don't know what they're doing. Bless them. Absolutely bless them. So, penalty. Um, and then you saw all the heads dropped as soon as the penalty's given. I know they drew against um, Richard's Cov, but um, you could see the heads just go after this. Um, I think Norwood had probably been spoken to and done some penalty practice about, you know, at least uh, the it's old it. Alan Shearer <laughs> thing of wherever I put it, if I put it in the top half of the goal, the. Uh, it's harder for the keeper to save. Five steps, sticks his foot through it, one nil. Scored in his third consecutive game, but that's incredibly descriptive. It's man. just, <laughs> it's just awful, isn't it? I feel, I it's just uncomfortable to watch these goals. Quite a few I'm, of our listeners though don't feel like this about about us winning this game. Um, we'll get onto that in the questions. That's fine. That's um, just a, a thought, yeah. Ben. In terms of 
the, I'm trying to find a theory to kind of explain it because the defending was des- for that first goal particularly was quite desperate. The ball kind of j- bumping around and bouncing around and no one really got a foot on it in their defence, isn't it? And, and I wonder whether there's a few opportunities for a Bolton player to take a little bit of composure and lay, and lash it out. And I wonder whether they panic a little bit too much and swipe at it too quickly rather than maybe getting the ball drop and then smashing it. Because you don't dick about in that kind of situation. I mean, all, all the ways it's a bit of panic, con- isn't it? Yeah, all the ways they could have conceded that first goal. Because the yeah. first goal kills them. And all the, the ways they could have done. And the handball like is, is unfortunate. I know the rules have changed a little bit. It does. I, I, you can see a hand in there for the penalty, but it's just of, of all the things you don't want to concede. It don't give the opposition a bloody free kicker. You, you're you know, right. It's a from a penalty spot. complete giveaway, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So Norwood, um, sensing blood, perhaps um, goes goes looking for a second and third goal, but he's twice denied by Remy Matthews before half time. Um, so going in at half time, it's only one nil, but you kind of know what way the second half is going to go. And on 50 minutes, um, he has a great chance that Rich can talk us through. Is this, um, is this Norwood or is this the goal? Well, it's, this is the goal, but it was from a Norwood chance, wasn't it? Because he's, he's missed a few, you mentioned it, a few one-on-ones and Alex Matthew was on the commentary, not happy about these, this finishing. He's, there's a few moments, a few, at least one occasion where he says he needs to get back do to the you, training ground and try those. Do you think Maybe it was the lack of Rich? Well. Do you think it was the lack of intensity yeah, in in the game, my my hero from sure. watching football when I was young was Ian Wright. So you've got to concentrate, you've got to go cold, and it's just a weird friendly type thing, isn't it? But it's they were. I don't, you, you're good on the XG, Rich. His XG well, must Wimbledon. have been about four for that first half. Oh yeah, it? oh yeah, exactly right. And Wimbledon, he's, he's missed a similar chance. Yeah, and I th- and I think it's just sees the goal takes a heavy touch and then he's kind of reduced his options and given the keeper a chance in this situation. Um, it's, I mean, Scoose, bloody hell. Where's Scoose almost gets another brilliant assist. <laughs> Lovely weighted ball again. It's a punt from Kenlock, which I think is a little bit desperate defending what Bolton should have been trying to do for the first. Um, falls to Scoose, fortunately. Threads it perfectly to Nord, who's in. Um, but as I say, takes too heavy touch. Matthews is out quickly, saves at his feet. He's just really unfortunate that the ball falls straight to Edwards on the edge of the box, who takes a, he's, he's kind of, he traps the ball, but it's, kind of goes out in front of him and so he actually finds himself in a bit of space and there's a bit of crowd of bodies the keeper's still getting back to his feet there's a defender on the line a defender on the penalty spot badges are threaded between them um low into the goal and it's it's a decent finish from edwards yeah um and he gets it's goals edwards doesn't he yeah he's uh, he needs to score more i think but he's he scores you know he's at least he's getting himself about a bit um and he was uh quiet against uh Peterborough I was going to, have to say Portsmouth Peterborough last week but he's getting back into it still had that great shot that we talked about that deflected effort yeah, um, yeah. I think he'll be good if he can if he can improve his defensive work a little bit as well he's at this level especially he's in a 4-4-2 reach for goodness and he's, sake and he's got a good delivery on him as well potentially from across but he's he was scoring goals kind of um, in that bit of the season where we weren't necessarily relegated we're looking um, the, the Reading goal um, in Red that 2-1 back post so he, he knows where to be um mm. as i say the, the talking moiner is, is norwood and, and maybe he should do better but um two nil yeah good for us yeah okay so by this stage bolton are getting a little bit tired should we put put some sad music on in the background for this <laughs> probably bit? yeah <laughs> ben town, town are going for the jugular can you describe goal number three 
It's even worse than the first one, Mikey. <laughs> it's embarrassing. At the, the point when it goes in, there's two Ipswich players on the line behind the goalkeeper, okay? Um, yeah. Right, Judge, another right-footed corner, stands it up. Now, Sterling does quite well. He clears it. Downs just heads it back in. Sterling clings it again. And then this is King Harmes, who's another of the 17-year-old, um, tries to control it. And if he'd done nothing, if he'd laid on the ground and let this ball just go past him, there would have been less danger. He actually recycled... You know how... Millwall and um, uh, Cardiff are really good at recycling set plays. He does yep. a brilliant job of recycling the set play for <laughs> us by putting his entire team back with a just scandalously silly touch. But I'm, I do apologise to the listeners. He's 17, and I, uh, you know, he's probably he's, the plans for him all season were to play, you know, age representative football and just, you know, try and get another contract next season. But now he's playing. Um, it's another team. panicky swipe at the ball, isn't it, Ben? It's horrible, isn't it? Um, Can I just say, Sam Allardyce said on the radio the other day, because he was dead against them uh, calling off the game on Tuesday night, he was saying that it's these sort of situations that can make and make or break these youngsters. But he was saying that as a reason for them playing. He thinks that they should be made or broke at what, Losing 5-0 yeah. every week and yeah, make it. or break. Yeah. Well, um, none of us to argue with anyone of Big Sam's standing but um yeah Mikey i don't know is. Mikey I, don't, is. I don't necessarily um don't necessarily endorse what that did you call him mikey what's his face what's that thing you call him <laughs> um ex-england manager Look sam Allardyce. um <laughs> it's lifted up oh is he done all oh, right okay tell me off here um uh the, the ball's alive wilson just flips it up in the air and uh, norwood this is quite good he goes up he flicks it on and then the other 17 year old literally uh, again i just feel so just stand still Ball goes past him. Edwards runs in. Matthews, I'm going to give a pass. He tries to come out. <laughs> kind of bounces off Edwards. Hits the post. Edwards <laughs> squares it along the line. Jackson goes in. But it's just two 17-year-olds mm-hmm. who don't, just don't know what, what they're doing. And it was... You can see Jackson didn't celebrate. Edwards didn't celebrate. Mm. Um, you should see... Look at Matthews' face when the ball goes in. He's just so confused as to why there's no defenders near him. And yet yeah. there's two forwards. Um, sad, sad, and sad and embarrassing, yeah. and and, and it shame. only gets more em- embarrassing. Three, it wasn't three nil for long, was it, Rich? No, I nearly uh, my my long term prediction on the pod nearly came true. Um, it's a long punt up the field from Thomas Holly that almost lands on the oh, eighteen yeah. yard line. Um, it doesn't. It's it's halfway through the bowl and how, half. How high does he kick it? By it's the way, great, isn't it? Off the ground. I've never seen anyone. I've seen goalkeepers hit it that far 4-4-2 like get it forward he, <laughs> can we not knock it it's so high it's incredible yeah and like it, a 9-9 nine nine. Well, and it gets it's, it's like a 9-9 nine nine, Mikey in terms of its shape but it's got the it's got a five irons worth of distance to it yeah, what, what, you what do you think of that Ben golf and cricket brilliant <laughs> We're ticking all the boxes. Like the words. Ian Poulter. Shame Dave probably won't listen to this, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even celebrate his own goals, let alone listen to a pod when he's not on it. Sorry, go ahead, Rich. He's more back to the halfway line. Um, yeah, so Thomas Ollie with an assist for a desist. Um, a lovely glancing there from Norwood. Two good headers um, in the in the build-ups to both these goals, yeah. and the one before yeah. from Norwood. Um, Jackson spins on it, um, and his pace takes him away from the defender and the goal. The defender, I don't know who... Which who it is I haven't done, I haven't been as meticulous in my 
research is bad. Um, but I think his mistake is he goes to ground to try and slide the ball out um, and Jackson just takes it past him and it's a side-footed, calm finish, firm finishing just inside the post, nicely taken. Um, it's a confidence builder for Jackson, isn't it? That, that sort of yeah, goal. Yeah, because the third goal. He wouldn't goal. have taken much out of the third I goal. I could have scored the third goal if I was in his position. Just <laughs> yeah. so we had to clear. The XG Even was 0.9999999 of that goal. Yeah? This is good at scoring that. Darren Bank could have scored that goal. <laughs> and uh, Norwood, perhaps worried that Jackson was, well, he'd caught him in the goal scoring stakes, pops up again on 72 minutes. Quite a nice goal, this one, Ben, from a striker's perspective. Yeah, let's... Let's just go from the striker's perspective. (laughs) Less shame. Um, Can we just say, Skew's got taken out straight after the... um, Uh, Of course. The Jackson goal, didn't he? So, Emir Hughes played another 25 minutes. Um, Yeah, Judge swings it across, doesn't he? Norwood pulls off in that good little space in between the right-sided centre-half and the right full-back. And this is low. This is the 27-year-old. So, um, he's got no excuses like the 17-year-old. Bit of a lazy leg, but can you imagine playing in that game? Uh, Norwood beats him, slots it in from eight yards out. Middle of the goal. um, And... I, I don't know. I mean, you've played more football than me, Mikey. I think there's kind of a tacit agreement between managers when you get to you get to five. It's kind of like, oh, you know, okay, you know, no more. This is not going to, whatever Mr. Allardyce says, this is not going to do gonna break us. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently they turned lost, the scoreboard I've lost off the game. three goals. I've, I've lost a game for Woodbridge, uh, Woodbridge Youths growing up. I think it was under 15s, under 16s. And Ransoms had an incredible team and they were all massive and had obviously gone through puberty a couple of years earlier than everyone else. They beat us 12-2 on the opening day of the season. 12-2. Um, when did your head but, drop, Mikey? Well, <laughs> I don't know if it did Ten. really. I was just a bit hopeless. I was just I just kept trying. I was like that hopeless. Well, he hasn't mentioned they were balls. 2-0 up as well. 10 minutes <laughs> yeah, to go. <laughs> <laughs> but then I have uh, at university, I played in a for a Sunday team and we had to start in the very bottom league and we played a team called Winchester Wunder team and we beat them 23-0 because we needed the goal difference because um, we were going for the title with another another team so yeah 23-0 that yeah, sounds like that... an Italian last game of the season <laughs> with lots of movement in the betting markets yeah yeah <laughs> um, so let's move on to the Twitter questions um Got plenty of. Can we, um, sorry, Mikey. I know you're hosting this show. Me and Ben are ruining it for you. I mean, this is two packs. This is what happens. <laughs> the worst. Absolutely worst. Three hosts. Can you turn the, the aircon up? <laughs> can we? Yeah. What I would have done is, um, um, can we talk about Bolton? And I don't. I think there's a question about it, so I won't go there. Go there, but. The state of affair. I mean, Berry's takeover is still to be rubber stamped. Um, they've been given an extra 48 hours, I think. But the local MP there, who's positive, um, but still thinks it's quite a tricky situation to get that deal done in the time. Disgrace. Bolton situation. Heard more about that after the match as well. More EFL stuff on that. Um, this is really crap. And this needs to be sorted. EFL, need, uh, no longer fit for purpose, if you ask me. And the sooner, there's a petition on, on the internet. I've, I've retweeted it. I might retweet it again. An independent review or some kind of independent bodies need to set up because this is just an absolute disgrace. The people who lose out, the fans, that was Bolton's lowest attendance at the, their new stadium and for some 30 years, I think, yesterday. And it's the fans who end up coming off the worst of this. No one wants to sit there and watch you know, their kids get pulled apart by 
teams like Ipswich have got some wily pros like Norwood and Judge. It's just not football. It's just not fair. It needs to be sorted out. And, and we need to, as fans, we need to call this out as well. So I'll get off my soapbox. Coventry as well. That's what, that's a disgrace. Yeah, they happen yeah, to be. It just adds insult to injury. Doesn't league, it? When, it doesn't matter. When you've got Bolton playing the kids, when you're watching the EFL, EFL show, it really kicks in. Bolton are playing the kids. Berry aren't playing. And then you go to the Coventry game, and they're, they've got a really decent side this this season, and they're playing in a half-empty St Andrews Stadium. Yeah, which is it's just own. it's just not on, is it? And yeah. yeah, I couldn't put it any better than you have, Rich. I'm sure Ben, you've got plenty of opinions on this as well, and I'm sure you voice them on your wonderful YouTube channel. But is there anything you want to add? Well, it's just when, how, and when it starts to distort things. Look, the most important thing, without sounding it's very easy to sound selfish and just think about it from your point of view. Most important thing is that Bolton doesn't go under. And even if they're, look, they're going to be relegated this season. That's that's going to happen. But that they're stable and that they come back. But you then start to think, this this is ridiculous. And um, what happens if it's still that situation? Like you say, last game of the season, you will actually get a 10 a 10 nil or an 11 nil if this is mm. so I know, I know the takeover is supposed to be finished and that would be sorted out then you're going to get all the other teams complaining oh Ipswich had a go at Bolton when Bolton were playing the U's and they put five goals and they finished above us by three goals and um, the whole point of a league pyramid is that everybody is playing against teams you know and it's competitive there's no point competition is not meaningful um, and football is not meaningful if it's, you know, 5-0 with players who, like you say, against, uh, OK, we have Alan Judge, who's an international against 17-year-olds who are, you know, just poor rabbit in the headlights. Ipswich were, were not good enough for the championship last year, so they've come down to play against teams that now should be able to should be able to challenge them. And it, it, it's, it's meaningless, isn't it? Sport is only meaningful when there's a good sense of competition between the the, the two teams and um, just very messy and horrible. Absolutely, yeah. It's, I, I never get as much pleasure out of beating my dad at sports now as I as I used to. <laughs> I hope he's listening. Um, so, sorry to be flippant about that. I've, you've, you've both made your points brilliantly and yeah, maybe I just have to make a joke because I haven't thought of Dave, anything intelligent what, what, to say. What can you do though? Yeah, what, what can yeah. you do? It's, it's, it's sad and it's shame and it's horrible mm. and you know, I never thought I'd be, especially after last season, Rich, I never thought I'd be uncomfortable seeing Ipswich win 5-0. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so, I haven't got these questions in a particularly good order because we are there are a few questions on, on the Bolton situation. But we touched upon it when we talked through the, the Ipswich lineup. Dylan wants to know, Wolfenden, was he just rested or is Wilson actually ahead of him in the pecking order? Can you answer this one, Rich? Uh, Wolfram, I'm assuming, was just rotated for a bit of a rest. He'll come yeah. back in. He's, I think, we'll, and Joe's mentioned this a few times as well. Wilson's on a short-term deal with us. Um, is a backup option. I think it was minutes for him. Um, and Wolfram will back in next weekend. Absolutely, I agree with that 100. percent Is a good one for you, Ben. Scott Burley wants to know: Isn't it time to stop navel gazing about ruddy systems when the team is winning? Four-four-two, maybe slightly medieval, but it sure as hell works. Well, this is really interesting, actually, because um, did you see on Sky the other week, they had Jose Mourinho on and um, just like blows every other pundit away because he's actually doing the job properly. And he said something that Lambert actually repeated in his press conference. He said, look, don't get confused here. Philosophy and formation are two different 
two different things and, and tactics, etc. And Lambert said the same thing in his press conference. He said, I want this type of player and I want us to play the same way, whatever our team shape is. Um, I... I, I still believe. Look, we're top of the league. I'm I'm not complaining. Um, I still believe we're we're top of the league. We've beaten Burton. We've beaten Wimbledon in the last minute. We've drawn two hard games. Great. It scored in the last minute against Peterborough. I believe we're top of the league because we've got a lot of good players and a better squad than other teams. Um, I genuinely call me a stick in the mud. Don't believe we'll finish the season playing four four two. I think that's what we're doing. At the moment, and it's working. Um, I know Paul Lambert always comes out. Oh, we're playing well. We're playing well. We're playing well. Um, I think we're. I think we're strong. Um, but and again, I might just be confused. I watched 78 Championship games last year, so my reference for what is a good team is unfortunately Leeds, Aston Villa, Norwich, and Sheffield United, and they are really good. So maybe I've just got the wrong frame of reference, Mikey. And a good I, team in League One. Yeah has a couple of good forwards and is solid. And if that's the case, fine. And I don't quite understand League One then in that case. But my perception of a good team is one that has a pattern of play that I can figure out. Yeah. One that... And someone made a brilliant... But perhaps, but, but perhaps we can get that pattern of play playing 4-4-2, which, yeah. is, which yeah, is kind they... of what you've already said, isn't it? Yeah, it could be. Um, it's And so much of it... I know I've paffled on about this. The full-backs as well. You talk about not getting outnumbered in midfield when you play 4-4-2. These fullbacks now are so, and hopefully Kane Vincent Young can be the one where you don't get outnumbered in midfield because your fullbacks are forward, you've dropped one midfielder in and you get those extra two come a bit tighter and then teams that do drop a third midfielder in, you're not getting outnumbered by. I just personally think that when There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Um, judges clicking, Keane's back in, Sears, blah, 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 Dizelle, um, that it that it won't be. But it's working at the moment um, and... 
Um, long may it continue, but yeah, lots of when your, your point about two. it, the references. I mean, this is a, a debate that's going to go on for weeks. I'm, 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 I'm pretty certain that we're going to be talking about formations for at least another couple of months, Mike. You know, is it Scott, the original guy, asked the question? Scott it, Burley, yeah, great name. Yeah, has <laughs> got calibre that name. George's nephew, um, probably. Um, I think it's a really fair point because we we didn't win on Tuesday night against Wimbledon because we played we had a solid system and we're passing the ball around and we attacked down the wings, we attacked with set pieces, we pumped the ball in the box, and they eventually relented and made a mistake and we scored two goals. And I think there's a, a to Ben's point, there will be. There's probably a line somewhere at about eighth in League One where below that you could just chuck your best players in. You could stick at any old formation. And probably if you had most of the ball and strikers who finish their chances, you'll probably more often than not win the game. To Ben's point about a pattern of playing the structure, that is where we will need it against those eighth and above teams. Because Sunderland, we were crap in the second half and threw away three points, having been great in the first half. Burton was a slog as well. Peterborough was a slog, which we normally we nearly lost as well. So I think it is that eighth line and above where actually we will need a bit of a structure and the kind of philosophy that's worked against a Wimbledon or a Bolton of just, let's just go for it. That won't work. But, but mm. Rich, sorry, Mikey, can I come in again? Sorry. Um, yeah, sure. I've got no problem with that, Rich. If that is the, the system... Um, you know, like Millwall 27-18, really high intensity, 4-4-2, big forward, little forward, press, press, press. They, they were brilliant. I love them. Two of my favourite teams ever, Liverpool 89, Man United 99, were 4-4-2. But that was in a time where, not you know, there's always a third third midfielder. But, you know, I, I this is not what Lambert wants to do. Um, Lambert wanted to, you could see when he joined what he wanted to do and it was wide forwards and, you know, passing through the, mm. and I've I got think... a good, qu- I've got a good question then from Mullet, oh, go ahead, go on. which is on this, on this subject. Uh, I'll direct it at both of you. As I interrupted you, Ben, you can go first. So no, 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 you're... Mullet says town were poor again in the first half and markedly different in the second. Given we're top of the league, despite some struggles so far this season, is Lambert more of a motivator than a tactician? And does it matter? Well, it doesn't matter if there's someone on the bench who is a tactician. Um, and there clearly is someone because I and Rich was there at Burton. 52 minutes, 53 minutes, outnumbered in midfield and they, they changed it. There's, changed. There's, yeah. there's, there's things there's things inspired. I think Mullet's right. I think he is more of a motivator than a, than a tactician. Maybe at this level it does not matter. But, and I'm going to sound very glass half empty here, if, we, if we're promoted with no pattern of play just by having better players and then go up to a division where we now no longer have better players, we will be relegated again. Yeah, yeah, it's a great point. That's I, the, I was going there next. There's no, there's no long-term upside, Rich, Rich, to that. And I, you know, yeah, call me a dreamer. And we are, we are supposed to be rebuilding, aren't we? Yeah, it's not just yeah, about getting promoted, isn't it? So, Rich, would you, would you go along with that? Yeah, I would. Yeah, and Mullet's fair on that, and and I, and I agree with Ben totally. I was, it was a point that was forming in my head, just as you said it. And and I think the problem we've got. Well, no, not the problem. The thing is that Lambert had such a fixed way of playing with Norwich when he took them up from League One up to the Championship and then through the Championship. I totally agree. If we don't, if we don't stumble across, it feels like he's going to stumble across something. He stumbled across the four four two. The next thing, there will be an evolution. We won't finish the season. I agree on four four two. What happens next might stumble across it. I, I'm with Ben. I just feel that if we want to 
get promoted and stay up. We need a little bit more about us. And I'm not seeing that at the moment. And we've had a few halves of football and Mullet's right about the first half on Saturday, albeit Norwood could have had a hat-trick maybe, where we may be flattered to deceive a little bit. So we've still got time. It's still August, guys. We've still, still got a lot of the season to go. Mikey, just quickly, look at Blackburn when they came up. Real clear, clear way of playing. Probably similar wage build than what we're going to be paying this year. Um, they were like eighth with probably two months of the season to go they got a pattern of play in league one and just did the same thing in the championship yeah and you know essentially comfortable and that was uh we let's not go into this too deeply but that was a 4-4-1-1 wasn't it (laughs) yeah right yeah yeah and i i I quite like that as a formation that my main gripe with a 4-4-2 of ipswich because i i quite like a 4-4-2 um emir hughes doesn't really fit in it for me and i think we need we need to find a way to get him to play um so Will Airy wants to know, so this is completely changing the subject here. Um, following Norwood's goal gifts, what would be your wrestler names and signature moves? I'd just be, oh. ben, I'm, I'm already, in, in wrestling, you essentially, you just act a prick and you get booed. Um, so I'd just be Benjamin Bloom and be myself and I would be a wrestling, <laughs> be a wrestling heel. I'd probably play the piano a bit and people would boo the hell out of me like they do on Twitter already and i i would be a villain and i would make the good guy mike mikey look how handsome he is he would be like the john cena guy wouldn't he so he's then, got to shave the beard though he's got to shave the beard i would antagonize i you. don't think i've ever been compared to john cena okay um, he's absolutely massive isn't he yeah he's huge yeah um i would antagonize you for a while and then you would beat me at um blue monday mania with your finishing move the the finish finisher <laughs> You'd be slagged off. My, be my slagged move, off wrestling my the move is actually your, your my, hate my only move is I've got very long fingers and I used to grab a mate by the shoulder and just dig my index finger into their Ow. collarbone. So that's that's that my move. Work in wrestling. You just have to yeah. sell and it my, to the back row, you know. Yeah. But I think if I was gonna go over wrestling name, I'd go with what my back in my uni days, my Xbox gamer tag was Penty of Fish and <laughs> I would Climb the ropes and salmon dive on top of. It's nice. Love He's given us some thought, Rich. Yeah, love that. I, yeah. I literally just thought of it. But <laughs> go on, then, Rich. So I, I used to um for a job used to do um, um build wind farms. So I'm 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 the the nickname needs some work because I don't want to be the windy hurricane. Woody. The hurricane. Thank you. Not windy Woody. Um, but my signature move is wheeling my my arms around like that. <laughs> and I've yeah, windmill a few people out. Um, and if you get hit, up. it's your own fault. Yeah, if you get in the way, I would be doing this. <laughs> Can we? Have we got anything about the gist? Because bef- this is breaking news before we came on air. Oh God! Yeah. yeah. Norwood and the Rock are best mates now. Yeah. This is ridiculous. So if if any of our listeners don't have Twitter um, and are unaware of what we're talking about, we're talking about the little the people's elbow. Six didn't second people's videos elbow. that pop up when we score, and James Norwood has obviously recorded quite a few wrestling moves that he does. And this time he did a wrestling move, which was made famous by The Rock, who is Dwayne Johnson, Hollywood actor. Probably uh, the, big, it, he's the biggest not, name. Not actor. just Hollywood actor. Just yeah, uh, A-lister, isn't he? He's grossing actor at the moment, isn't he, I think? Yeah. yeah. Statistically. And uh, he has probably XG 20 Martin. million followers. And WWE with their 10 million followers. 10 yeah. million in the UK, yeah, yeah. So and did, they've... And this they all... both tweeted James Norwood. Ridiculous. This all comes from Billy Sharp pulling out the sock at Norwich last year. And then Mick Foley, the wrestler who he was 
um, actually went to Sheffield and did a yeah. Q&A thing at the stadium. What, what are you about to say, Ben? Well, what I'm about to say is that the football equivalent of this is your, your good friend, Matt Holland. You, you could probably get him, couldn't you? You couldn't get David Beckham, could you? No. <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, you know, th- and a lot of people said we had um, Ed Sheeran in the park wearing an Ipswich Town shirt and WWE and, like, uh, no sense of exaggeration. The We're highest massive. grossing oh, sorry, sorry. actor in the world tweeting our free transfer signing from Tranmere. <laughs> it's um, it's yeah, been a we, fun we week, won, hasn't it? Yeah, and we won 5-0 away from home. And, we're and felt opposition. guilty about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? What what a weekend. Um, Jack Barham staying on James Norwood, kind of. He wants to know how many goals do you think Norwood and Jackson will get combined together? Oh, I think, well, I think Norwood will get to 20 if he starts practising. Yeah, and he'll get penalties now as well. So yeah. I think Jackson's good for about fifty. I think they'll, they'll both be about forty. I think forty. Well, okay, big. I'll put being your finish, um, Mikey. Will he get more or less goals than Timu Puki of Norwich whoa, City? Whoa. Um, and he got twenty-seven. No, this season. Oh, this season. Oh, come on. <laughs> he already Norway's has gonna five. Norwich's going to get more this season. <laughs> Do you think Pookie's gonna? He's had a really big start. Do you think he's gonna tail off? Um, well, he's not gonna. I don't think he'll be able to maintain it. But I think, I think I think he'll be good at fifteen goals. Incredible. He, he he's good at getting himself chances, and he's surrounded by creative players, isn't he? But let's let's not talk about Norwich. No, let's not. Um, is there, Mikey? Is there any worrying? Um, and again, maybe I need to stop viewing it through watching. Billy Sharp and Timu Puki and Che Adams last year. Is there is there any worrying about um, missing high percentage chances, or are, am I now following a League One team where we don't have David Johnson, Marcus Stewart, James Scowcroft, and Richard Naylor as our four forwards anymore? I I feel like Norwood is still getting himself in. I think he is a really good finisher, and he's clearly very good at getting the chances. David Johnson didn't score all of his one on ones. No. No, that's true. not that's a myth no, I did Andy that, Cole and he was an amazing striker yeah the uh, thing that, um, it's all about getting a massive chances and Timu Puki's exactly the same isn't he he gets himself those chances um, the good thing about the two bike he, he hits it early yep. is, was um, yesterday there was a few moments where both of them took shots Jackson had one in the near post that was really stupid and Norwood's there in acres of space Jackson first half where they could have crossed into each other what there's the good and bad of this is they're in competition with each other, which is good because it drives them on to score more. But my worry is they might push each other the other way and they'll take chances that they should just slot the other one in for. So that's well, I that. can't imagine Jackson doing that. that. Richard, don't you think, Mikey, don't you think in six weeks, Caden Jackson's not going to be in competition with James Nord. He's going to be in competition with Will Keane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. I think that'll happen yeah. as well. Yeah. Deep. Yeah. God, that's ruined the so mood, isn't go, it? Going back to that, <laughs> love the four four two. Manchester United. Oh, can team we? You mentioned Ben? They were playing uh, in a in a few different competitions, weren't they? Which which we will be, and they had four strikers that were rotated. <laughs> Quite perfectly. good, weren't they? And they Scottish manager on for each other. A couple of them hated each other. They didn't speak, did they? Sheringham, yeah, and Cole and Sheringham didn't yeah. like each other one bit, and it still worked, and just. Can Maybe I, can that I just, is what can we I are. Just in the read, read out their in midfield, just just for no other reason. 
Beckham. What are you team, about to say that Roy Keane and Paul Scholes are better? Skull. Than <laughs> is that not? Is that not the best? If you wanted to make the most perfect balanced midfield in the history of football, <laughs> you know, for for balance, that's ludicrous, isn't it? Sorry, go ahead, Mikey. And uh, uh, yeah, Nicky Bart as well. If you're like, if, if one, yeah, just bring him in. Um, I can't even remember what point I was making. I think I was comparing I was our current you. team to the 99 <laughs> Manchester United team. Because so they I played 4-4-2 four, four, really well. <laughs> <laughs> Which David Beckham kicks on the wing. Um, while, while we're still laughing, Andy Grimes wants to know, what are you wearing to the Open Top Bus Parade? Oh, ben? S- stop it, Andy. I think I met Andy. one, will there? I think I met Andy Grimes in Milton Keynes Ikea if it's the same Andy I was eating some Ikea food and he came up tapped me on the shoulder and said are you the guy from the podcast there there you are um so (laughs) hi to Andy um can we quote Richard's no Richard's first team's Coventry second team's Villa isn't it let's quote Richard's second team Villa Christian Perslow and Dean Smith when they got promoted they said Aston Villa do not have an open top bus for getting promoted into the top league it's um yeah there, there will be no bus parade I'd, I'd imagine paul lambert would hate nothing nothing more we'll go to the pub we'll have a drink yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do that we'll, all the good we'll, people we'll, will come we'll raise mm. one okay we'll, we'll, go, we'll go out for a curry in woodbridge <laughs> when he um, pulls the oh, wheelchair out and doesn't put it back <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> keith finishing off his uh meal <laughs> Is that nice? yeah, licking right. his fingers fish and oh. chips isn't it oh my god that's no, right <laughs> you know where you can get good pie though gardeners that was gardeners. Um, Harry Butcher wants to know and Ben I'm not going to ask you this one Rich how nice is the feeling of Ipswich actually thrashing a team I don't care I don't care who it's against such a nice <laughs> feeling let's remember Harry is a lot younger than we are and he what oh, do you think he, I am he, 30s, 30s, yeah. 30s. <laughs> Harry hasn't really seen Ipswich hit a team for five. No, I don't before. begrudge Harry enjoying let's, it. Let's let him enjoy it. When but did we last? When, when did we last win by five goals? Um, we didn't do it under Mick. It was four nil against Borough, wasn't it? Yeah. Did did we beat anyone five nil under Paul Hurst? <laughs> Has anyone got a scumful for Scumful for doing the set play thing as well, Mikey. Oh, they are sh- oh, Oh, wow. Mm. He'll be sacked soon, won't he? Yes. And he'll have no regrets, and <laughs> none of it will be his fault. Um, <laughs> Matt Thomas wants to know. Um, yeah, Matt, Matt Thomas, this is another one maybe aimed at you, Ben. Can we finally have a little positivity? I'm all for, real, for being realistic, but some Ipswich dementors seem to revel in assuming the worst. But the main question is, would you guys agree that based on him being way too good for even the championship last season, if we get 20 plus games out of Will Keane, will we be up? Christ. Um, that's about three questions in one, isn't it? Mikey? Yeah, it, let's just let just answer the final question. I think I think maybe the first bit is well, just, just, just on behalf of the podcast. We've always tried to be just realistic. So we are top of the league. You know, no one's seen us blow anybody away. Um you know, hopefully we didn't get too down last season. So we'll just try and stay on a level. You would think, given that this is very basic, bad football support and maths, if Will Keane was already scoring three or four in the in the championship in quite quick succession, what did um, Matt say? 20 games? You'd think he'd get a fair uh, few goals if he played 20 times 90 minutes with James yeah. Norwood. And like Richard said, in a team that has a lot of the ball where... 
you know, by hook or by crook, whether it's direct or by, you know, nice pattern of play, you think with a fair amount of chances. So it, it all bodes really well. And yes, we're all very, very, very positive um, mm. about it. We just we just don't want to be arrogant like those pricks up the road. <laughs> that is true. And we, we it's quite fun being playing devil's advocate every now and then. You know, we need to keep because it could be it could be a really boring season if we win every week, guys. That will get boring too as well. So every now and then, just a little bit of you know, just checking in. It's good to have high standards as well. That's all yeah. we want. Yeah, but yeah, we're, we're very happy at the moment. I'm going to answer this one on, on our behalf from Kawami and my lord. He asks if Ipswich were in Berry and Bolton's position, would you rather they survived or disappeared into oblivion? If Ipswich, oh sorry, sorry, <laughs> if Norwich were in that position, okay, would. <laughs> real slip there <laughs> Sloydian um, Fripp <laughs> <laughs> I'm piss pronunciating my worms aren't I here that's um, the two Ronnies <laughs> that's one of mine excuse me that's another <laughs> thank you very much stop it now stop it for god's sake um, yeah so if well, Norwich were in burial bowling's position would Sorry. I would I want them to disappear absolutely not one of the best things about being an Ipswich fan is that we have a rival that is kind of not on a different planet to us in terms of where they are as a club. I know might sit they're two divisions away from us at the moment, but that's that's unusual and the gap will close in. Don't you look forward to the derby? No, I hate I, it. I, well, but yeah, I like rivalry. Back, yeah, rivalry. Yeah, I hate the day. And, but... Yeah, and and think back to when we were slightly better than they were. Well or much better than they were in the late 90s, early 2000s. I loved the derby. It was brilliant. And that win feels so much better than any other. And if Norwich disappeared, you'd sort of, you'd lose that. You'd that be smug and happy for a minute. And then you'd realise, basically, we have no bragging rights ever again. And we'd have to make, we'd have to manufacture a, a rivalry with Southend or Colchester or yeah. Cambridge or something stupid like that. So no one wants anyone to go Is this bust. A, but, I've I got to have mind, an enemy. I wouldn't yeah. mind Jake Humphrey disappearing <laughs> into oblivion, though. The um, great thing about this season is, no matter how well or badly Norwich will do in the Premier League, we will still live rent-free in most of their supporters' it, minds. I was just going to bring that up, Rich. Is this not the, the? This is clearly the most irrelevant season of the rivalry in decades, isn't it? They've literally had eight seasons of either parachute money or Premier League money and they're two divisions above us. Yet people are still trying to create narratives between the two clubs, you know, bringing Mm. up attendances from when Norwich were last in (laughs) League One and comparing Pookie... I know, I compared Pookie and Norwich. I I was thinking we'd have a season off it this season, Mm. you know, but... No, I don't see still a lot of communication. We don't call it out, though, do we? I, and this is the weird thing. It's, it's mainly Norwich. I guess they've got the bragging rights, haven't they? So that's their right, isn't it, to to be smug about it. But yeah, Jay, even Jake Humphrey went to Ed Sheeran had to get an Ipswich Town dig in there, even though oh, the main just... guy on stage is wearing an Ipswich shirt and you're an Ipswich, mate. What, uh, Mikey, what viewing figures do BT get? I mean, this um, is into the millions, yeah? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is millions. Well, yeah. Why does he need the approval of 100 people on Twitter when he goes in front of a... Oh, three because million he's, people. Oh, love me, love me. Oh, he, he just, he's just so desperate to feel a part of something because he probably had no mates at school. <laughs> yeah, move um, on. That's good. And he, all he, he's just constantly blowing his own trumpet. Oh, I do this. Oh, I do that. Oh, please notice me. Just, just get on with your job. You're. He was actually quite good at it before he became 
a football presenter and decided to give his opinions about it all the time. But let's move on from him. Um, <laughs> Benjamin Erie wants to know, with so many strong teams in League One this season, how many points are we going to need to get promoted? 92. Um, always yeah. always the two, two points for over 46 okay. games. And you can is lose it a strong it. league? Sorry, uh, yeah, I'm not just sure it is. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's not hard to, you know, over a 10-game 10, 10 period to pick up. I mean, you've already mentioned it, Rich. The, the, the points will still accumulate for teams, like you say, that can knock off the bottom, whatever, 10 or 12 fairly easily. And these things have a way of... I remember Joe Royal saying it years ago, two points per game, and I've always lived by that. And if you look at the end of every season, pretty much to get second place is always two points per game, and you normally get one team, you know has a really good season and, you know, wins basically three out of four games all season. Yep. Sure. So moving on to Dommy Boy, 79, his question is, what are your thoughts on the rotation policy Lambert has in place? Would you prefer, would you rather he's stuck with uh, the rotation policy or settled with an 11? Rich? Um, forget the question. I want to hear more about your uh, Jake Humphrey. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this. Can I hear from more from Mikey? Um, so I think there will be um, once the league table settles down a little bit in September, we know who the teams are, who are going to likely be in the top six, and hopefully we're one of them. I think there will be a core ten or eleven, you know, of a team that you would start against those strongest teams, and then I would expect. Chambers in and out of the team, maybe Goose in and out of the team, maybe if we're going to stick with two up front, Norwood and someone else rotates in like, you know, Keane or Sears or if he comes back. So I think the rotation will happen. And I think quite rightly, um, I was, Dave and I were chatting about the kind of the depth of the squad. And and do you guys feel that we've got a sell? I don't think you can keep these this number of players happy. No one's going to be that's where the least John Nolan. You could be starting in. in many. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah you, do, would you want to play in the check the leasing.com or the FA Cup second round, or would you want to be starting for a team that potentially could be top six league one somewhere else, where you know you'll get f- first team football on a more consistent mm-hmm. basis? So I think that might become an issue as the season goes on. But I'm okay with it whilst we can do it and while we can while we're still beating teams. I, you know, Bolton yesterday. You could have probably. Had we known in hindsight, we probably would have done a little bit more rotation, I suspect. Um, it was just do a professional job, and we don't really know where we stand as a team yet. Maybe there'll be more rotation, as I say, as we go through the season. And, Mikey, if we get what we all want, which is a pattern of play and a philosophy, you can rotate any player because everyone knows what they're doing and everyone slips in and out. You can't... Yeah. You get no, no one player. And maybe a well, centre-half or a keeper. Look at Luton in the Carabao Cup. They, yeah, yeah, they all they, know what they're doing, don't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah. Um, but the... Nobody does it. Nobody plays every minute of every season, apart from the odd centre half and the odd goalkeeper. You know, outfield players. It's just too hard with um, the intensity, the the impacts. You know, the balls in play way way longer. Um, when people were playing six, you know, I know Russell Osman will probably you know tweet saying this is all wrong. But they, did teams really even press then? It's totally different now. It's very 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 hard for. You know, and I'm I'm all for it, and um, I you know wholly endorse it. Great stuff. So let's uh, wrap up the Twitter questions uh, with a nice uh, softball for you, Ben. Can you indulge our WWE fans? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, what celebration should Norwood do next? Uh, um, no, sorry. What what gift should be in? What, what I've got an answer. Move should be in his next gift. I, I've got an answer, but I'll let Ben go first. No, no, you go, go ahead, Rich. 
He's got to do the Hulk Hogan. He's got yes, to do the Hulk okay. Hogan. But Sorry. Hulk Hogan had like a racism scandal like oh, a not, couple of oh. years ago. So, <laughs> but what this thing? Oh, no, I want. I want to. What you gonna do, brother? Oh, and rip the shirt. Yeah, rip the shirt. Yeah, that would be good. Another um, one underneath. So the most Too famous sharp. wrestlers are. Steve Austin, he's done. The Rocky's done. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's the next one. Um, uh, Ric Flair? What does he do, Ben? He goes, woo! And then he does this strut thing, um, which is a lot of fun. Um, And then it's John Cena. It's that thing. But I'm sure... um, Who was that guy who's played for Chelsea? Uh, Ivorian, not Drogba. um, Kalu. 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 He used to do that anyway. Um, He's kind of done all the big ones already, hasn't he? He he, he Mm. went right to the top with Steve Austin. So yeah, yeah, lots of lots of lots of wrestling. Yeah, there was there was one uh, attached to one of the other questions that I'll just go into. (laughs) You don't have Um, to, Mikey. Honestly, no. (laughs) Must be a golf thing. Uh, If if you were to make (laughs) if you were to make a goal gift, what would it be? It'd be Rory Rory McIlroy and Wazim Akram. (laughs) (laughs) Doing what? Um, I'll tell you what I'd do. Yeah. Um, do you remember Macho Man Randy Savage? You must remember him. Bright colours, big hat. Rich remembers him. Uh, he used to do uh, a Lily, fantastic elbow drop from, Lily the, from the top rope. <laughs> Lily, <laughs> Lily Savage. Savage. Brilliant. No, but I went to get some dog food the other day, and you can get Paul O'Grady endorsed dog food. Who is? Oh. Yeah, Lily Savage. Um, Macho Man elbow drop, maybe. Um, He's done all the good ones. How's like that different from the people's elbow? Well, good, good <laughs> Let's question. Let's not go into this. So Let's the people's this. elbow, yeah. he rips the Up thing the off and he runs the ropes and does it. Whereas, um, you know, the turnbuckle that holds up, he jumps all the way off the top. Uh, it looks really spectacular. You had to ask, Mikey, didn't you? He did. <laughs> I'm going to whiz through the other results. Bloody love um, wrestling. Don, Doncaster 2. Who's Link- your favourite wrestler? <laughs> Carry on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> The best of wrestling. Sorry, keep going. Doncaster um, beat Lincoln. Their bubble seems to have been burst a little mm. bit. They've dropped out of the top six now. Is that first um, defeat, though? Second. Uh, second defeat second in defeat. a week. Yeah, oh, crisis club. Um, <laughs> Cowley brothers out. Um, Portsmouth um, was supposed to be playing Rotherham. Um, for some reason, the EFL scheduled that game despite it being some massive festival in Portsmouth. So, festival thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that but game Rotherham, am I right, if I've only played three games and have six points so they actually have a bigger upside than all the teams on 11 points if they played their games in hand um bristol bristol rovers big win for them against oxford united 3-1 um hashtag cov got another good win at st andrews and fortress st andrews um one nil over gillingham joey barton's fleetwood got a good tuna win over accrington Peterborough absolutely flying now. Our point there looks half decent. They, oh, they won four 0 at Milton Keynes. Madison went right yesterday. Yeah, well, all of their big three, you'd say, is Acer, Luca, Tony, and Madison all looked pretty decent, <laughs> didn't they? Um, Rochdale drew nil nil with Blackpool. Blackpool's still unbeaten, I think. But that makes uh, our game at Rochdale look look trickier if Blackpool can't even go there and score. Yeah, their start to the season. Yeah. Uh, Shrewsbury, who we face next at home, they drew nil-nil with Burton. I think Burton are going to be up there, aren't they? They seem pretty solid. Um, Sunderland survived a scare against AFC Wimbledon, winning 3-1. And Wickham Wanderers came from 3-1 down, I think, to win 4-3 <laughs> against still got Southend. zero points? I think so, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, they just can't. Well, we'll move on to the league table now because, although I haven't got the bottom of the table with me, at the very top... <laughs> it's it's, it's Barry and Bolton, Mikey. Points. Southend are on 0 points. I can't. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, 
at the very top is Ipswich on 11 points with a goal difference of plus seven, um, which is not bad going at this stage, is it? Blackpool uh, also on 11 points, as are Wickham, who I, I can't see Wickham sticking around there for too long. Um, Sunderland have pretty much mirrored what we've done since we played them there, also on 11. Hashtag Cov also on 11 points. And then it's Joey Barton's Fleetwood uh, rounding out the top six on 10 points. So who was it you mentioned? Was it Rotherham you thought? Had Rotherham. Played- yeah, I think they've only played three games and yet three, have, yeah, six, yet have okay. six points. Yeah, but okay. but Mikey, we, did, we need ten games to get a good read on it. When you get to about yeah. ten games, it will drop down to maybe four or five teams on twenty points or above, and then you have a much a much kind of stronger read on it. But anyone's game, and these isn't it nice to play a three game week and not lose all the games two nil and you know <laughs> score seven points. It's um. You know, yeah, it's decent, isn't it? A lot more um, fun than last season. And over to, if assuming the Bolton game doesn't get struck from the records because they don't do a takeover by Tuesday night, we're above two two points per game on the old extrapolate. I think we had a question yeah. about the uh, E yeah. word. Or are, you Pete, gonna, are you? Oh, sorry, Mikey. Have I spoiled uh, your stuff again? It was it was Pete Teven, um who wanted to know. Well, he wanted the extrapolations from you, Ben. Have you have you got them to hand? Do you want a pad? Do you want to plug something while I do a quick divide by 46 multiplied by... Yeah, we can do. So, um, Rich, you'll be back for the, the midweek show, won't you? How many yeah, points have we got? 11. 11. 11. 11 divided by 5 times. Equal that. Times 46. <laughs> 101.2 points. Wait till Come 10 on. games that before should, any... That should be enough, shouldn't it? We, do we need to do an extrapolate on the goal scored as well? It will, so we can uh, have 100 points, 100 goals. Yeah, okay. So we have scored 11 goals. 11. Same. Exactly the same. 101 points, 101 goals. Always so the same. The hashtag I don't know what's going to happen with this. 100 goals, 100 points is, is going quite well at the moment. Yeah, if because um, yeah. it, it could well end up not being a 46-game season. I don't want it to, but, you know, the, I, I don't know whether there's a solution where Berry don't even play and they're just they're just relegated and you know it's a 2023 20, game so i can see maybe something like that happening because the longer it goes it's just ridiculous i mean how how are berry if they do going to play 46 games with all the midweeks already taken up no international breaks and they're, they're not going to be starting until september are they not really no, possible for point. them to play 46 yeah. games is it so yeah. um yeah it's just um and like Rich says about the, the the Bolton thing, that could just happen to everybody. And the nice little advantage we've got now, everybody could get six points off Bolton and put eight goals on their goal difference. In which case, it's kind kind of meaningless, and mm. you know, might not actually be any any advantage. But we'll we'll see how that pans out. Mm. Okay, so next up for Ipswich is well, there's no midweek game this week. It's uh, Shrewsbury at home. You're going to that one, Rich and Ben, I believe. You're yes, both going? I will be in the yeah. Blue Monday season ticket seat. Wonderful. I'm considering going as well. I will probably have to sit on your lap, Ben. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, are you both on the midweek show or is it just Rich and one other? Just quickly, I think we Mike. need to do a bit, right? All gone. Yeah. Sorry, the season ticket's free because I bought the seats in front because I'm going with my missus. So you can sit one seat behind me if you want. Free uh, massage. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, am I on the preview show? I don't know. Am I? Well, we'll, we'll sort it out. We have, so Probably. No game, no game to talk about. Yeah. And we've Question basically... for you, Rich. Where, where do you fit, how do you feel about the rotation policy on the Blue Monday podcast? And do you feel I, that Ben needs well to managed. find his best his best team? <laughs> well, I've got a structure and a philosophy for my little spreadsheet. Um, but um, who knows how it's going to land until maybe we get into September. So am I basically Alan Judge? I get given the instructions and don't listen to them. Oh, you, oh is, are you just putting yourself out there as the, the flawed, talented guy, Ben? Oh. No one understands No one understands me. No. <laughs> I wanted to go to QPR. <laughs> <laughs> Can I live in so, yeah. um, Hammersmith, not Shepherd's Bush then? We'll figure out, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out our rotation for the midweek show. I can't even tell you who's on next week for the main show, probably given we're going. Get all the, we don't need anyone else, do we? Oh, that's... Oh, Oh, Dave was immensely popular. No, I can tell you though that there should be a bit of um, Shrewsbury fans don't like us, do they? After the uh, yeah. Paul yeah. Hurst thing, mm. they seem to think that that was a robbery. Although I'm sure they'd rather have Sam Ricketts than than Paul Hurst now. And they're in they're in ninth spot. They would if they came and beat us, they would you know they would be level on points with us. They've got eight points. Um, they're going to be a be- they're going to be a better side than Wimbledon, aren't they? Let's yes. face it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they've got um, be, one of our game. old favourites, Steve Morrison, up front as well, who. Really ah. turned the game against Millwall, didn't he, in, um, mm. in January? But I'm sure that will all come up on the preview. V Kenlock. Okay, so uh, anything that either of you want to plug before we go? Of course. Um, at Benjamin Bloom on Twitter. Be nice to me. YouTube, where you watch these things. If anyone's still interested in the championship, um, still keep that going. Hopefully, just keep the seat warm for next season and then Ipswich will be um, back in there. At Blue Monday, ITFC. And just keep supporting the pod. Keep listening. Hang in there, Richard. Yeah, and at Ipswich, if you want to give me a follow, keep an eye out for the midweek show. It'll probably drop, drop um, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, and um, and then we'll figure out a, we'll figure out a squad rotation for next week. <laughs> and I Wonderful. think Mikey, you've done a fantastic job of keeping us in check. Just as I interrupt you for the twentieth time in the <laughs> Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Be Say careful it. what you wish for. I always talk over it every say time. It. Go on. <laughs> As he's saying it, I Do say it. Do a funny thing, Mikey. <laughs> Do it, come on. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.